0: Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today is my co-host, Nick Costco. Welcome back, Nick.
1: Hey, thanks a bunch. We got uh, part three of our relook series, uh, bringing you uh, kind of a little theme of back to the basics.
0: Absolutely. So we got Chris Hodges. One of the things that stuck out to me is Chris Hodges said, what's the one thing that if got better, if it got better, would make all the difference in the world? Yeah. So we talk about key indicators to success all the time. And a lot of people use money. We try to get people to use freedom because money gives you choices. Choices give you freedom. So the end goal is really not money. It's what money does. Right. And Chris talks about this focus on the one thing that can make all the difference. So Nick, let's jump in and see what, uh, what, what we what impacted us so much from this leadership conference with chris hodges let's do it every day a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward building wealth faster than most dream possible almost like they have the midas touch on breakaway wealth we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd thinking big and building wealth on our own terms and now let's join our host the creator of create tailwind and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back. This is Jim Oliver, and joining me today is my co-host, Nick Costco. Welcome back, Nick.
1: Hey, thank you. I'm looking forward to to this, because when we were down at Birmingham at the uh, Impact Leadership Conference, I knew I was going to see John Maxwell, and I knew I was going to see Simon Sinek, but I'd never heard of this Chris Hodges guy. And I tell you what, I think he was the the, the sleeper, spectacular speaker that was there.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, Chris Hodges, I felt the same way, Nick. And Chris founded Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama in 2001. And a little bit about this church. And this kind of goes to Chris's ability to lead. But they have 22 locations. They also have 22 ministries in the Department of Corrections in Alabama. And they are constantly growing. And one of the things that they have is they have this Highlands University where they train pastors and missionaries to go out into the world and and share the, the gospel and share the message with people. And those universities are all free and they have a hundred percent placement. And one of the things that Chris said is that he has five questions for his team. Like, so you're, if you're wondering how did this guy grow this church in 2001 to 2019 to where 51,000 people per week attend services at one of now, by the way, I think it's 23 because I think they were opening one more location, I think yesterday. And so 23 locations plus the department of corrections and all of the great things that they're doing. And this guy was what was remarkable to me is his humility was a great example. And his how just, uh, you know, I, 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 I always respect and have great admiration for people that can lead with humility, and they don't have to be the leader of the show. But he has these five questions, Nick, and let's go through those. Anything to add to that before we get into the five questions? Nope, that's it. Okay, so the clarifying question, which is the first question is, Have you made it clear what is the measurable win? Now, think about that. What is the measurable win? So when you're talking to your team, do they know, you know, what is it and how do we know what it is?
1: Yeah. How do we know when it happens? Like, does everyone know what we're working toward and when we get the reward?
0: So the other thing that he said is he said he only get two answers to this question you either get a phenomenal answer or what he called the other answer. (laughs) And what I, what I would say is, is the vision clear? How is success defined? Right. Yeah. And he said, you know, language creates culture. One of the things that I loved about this is to build this church. This guy didn't go around to people going to other churches and say, Hey, why are you going to this other church? And let's try to get you to come to our church. He went to people, and made this focus group of people that weren't going to any church and said, what would be the most important things about you or that, that a church would have to do to you to consider attending that church? And I thought that was brilliant, by the way.
1: Yeah, he had four, four little bullet points to, to, to wrap it up within this. He, he just said, know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.
0: And that was, that was what the focus group told him that they wanted to see. So the second question is the focus question, right? What will we do to accomplish this vision? Systems. He, that's right. That's systems, right? You don't love what you do more than the purpose. The system is how you accomplish the what, right? The system. So they have systems. He also said, deliver it better, not the best. Is, is just, there's never the best. It's always deliver it better and better and better, right? Constant, never-ending improvement.
1: Yeah, he said there's, you know, everyone's got vision, but rarely do they have a system. He said there's often a disconnect between the vision and the system. And it goes even further. Your systems are perfectly designed to get the results you are getting. Let's say that again. Your systems are perfectly designed to get the results you are getting. That's right. Go ahead. So just think about that. What if you're if you're upset about your results, you got to go dig into your system and be willing to to wad the whole thing up and throw it in the trash and start again. That's okay.
0: You know, and that goes back to the John Maxwell cycle right. as well that we covered in the last episode, but I liked also what he said. Is he said the right system is the one that works.
1: <laughs> That's right. You know,
0: which I love that simplicity.
1: The simplicity is elusive, right?
0: That's right. Simplicity is elusive. Somebody said that one time.
1: I I think Um, you might've been the second person.
0: I I think I'm the second person to say it. We can't find the first person, but I know that I (laughs) I modeled that from somebody, Nick, and I don't, and I thought it was Einstein, but we can't confirm that.
1: I I have Uh, a note. I have a note from earlier in the session where it says nothing is original.
0: That's right. Nothing (laughs) is original. That's for sure. All right. The third question is how are we doing? So that's accountable, measurable keeping score you know we like to say winners keep score and you know if you went to your wife and he uses an example of a guy that's been married I think 60 years and he said how am i doing now you know i know that right <laughs> now that we're losing some of the uh, husbands in the in the audience because that's 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 a little bit of a uh, man that is an open ended question for sure <laughs> how am i doing you know, so how are we doing, right, yeah. as a group? And we get so busy, we need to sometimes just stop and ask, how are we doing? So that we can collect data, right, to how are we doing, yeah. celebrate the wins, confront the facts. You know, first of all, it's it's collect the data, take the time, so schedule those times to talk, celebrate the wins confront the facts, get better. And then, you know, that's, that's the cycle that he uses. Yep.
1: Yep. I thought it was great. Always be saying, how can I get better? That's right.
0: That's right. You know, and he, he also said, I haven't arrived. I'm attaining to something.
1: Right. Infinite, infinite mindset.
0: That's exactly right. It's an infinite mindset. And then he says the culture question, what are the keys to success? The key is culture. You can't build culture. You have to be the culture. thought that was interesting, Nick.
1: Yeah, it's just like we're leading our kids, right? There's only so much I could tell them. If, I, if I'm telling them to do something that I'm not doing myself, how, how great is that message? Just That's right. Just, just lead by example. That's how I took that.
0: Yeah, and he gave four things in that. Passion, okay? People follow passion. Value people. Teach how to value people, right? Yep. And pursue excellence. You can't accomplish excellence, but you can pursue it yep. and then you choose your attitude. You don't have to feel good to be good, right? And it's all about your attitude. It's all about your state. Tony Robbins talks about how to change your state. If you were sitting here and feeling powerful, your head would be up, you'd be talking loud, your chest would be out, you'd be standing up tall. But if you wanted to feel like you were losing, your shoulders would be shrugged, you'd talk slower and you would just kind of feel like I'm just a little bit down today and you can change that state by having a trigger of hey my state is wrong I need to trigger it to get it better
1: yeah we've given lots of suggestions about how to do that listening to the strangest secret you know uh, reading think and grow rich you know you and I've been talking about Joe Dispenza lately I mean, Joe Dispenza if you if you if you're struggling with that mindset, this negative attitude, being burdened by your past, you know, there's two things, pull up Joe Dispenza on on YouTube and, and listen to that and uh put it to action. Don't just listen to any of this stuff. You have to take action in the lessons that you're that you're taking in.
0: So one of the things that he kind of ended with was he said you know you got to do the basics over and over and i think about that because when we're teaching people about infinite banking that's one of our tenets is that we teach the basics over and over and over and the reason we do that is that's the way that nelson nash taught it to us is nelson would always go back to this page or that page in the book or this principle And it was always back to the basics. It's like the team that wins on Sundays is the team typically that does a better job at tackling and blocking, right? Blocking and tackling and running. I mean, it's, you know, if you, if you do the basics, then it's like back in the day, the BRTs, right? Blocking, running, tackling drills. Like I think they got that from Notre Dame. Does Notre Dame still have a football team, Nick? I can't remember if they do or not.
1: (laughs) I believe they they beat USC this year.
0: Okay, we'll move on then from there and to number five. (laughs) The
1: the now question.
0: What one thing, if it got better, would make the biggest difference? I'm going to repeat that because this question is so cool. And it's a question that for you guys that asked your wife that first question, how am I doing? And then you got a long list Okay, now you go back to this question, all right? So what's the one thing, if it got better, would make the biggest difference? Yeah, I love that. I love that too. And he gives an example, by the way, of a wooden bucket. If you have one short slat in your bucket, then how much can you hold in your bucket? Yeah. Only up to that short slat, right? So we always want to constantly get better? What's the one thing in my life that if it got better, would make the biggest difference? I mean, think about that. And what's the one thing in our lives that we can, that we can work on? Well, one is our attitude, right?
1: Yep. We can, all, we can all work on that. But we all have one thing, that the one hanging chad in your life, that you can just work on and don't worry about solving the whole thing in one gulp. You, you can only eat an elephant one bite at a time. Just take that one measurable step today and, and start making improvement because you can, you can absolutely change your future. Your past doesn't have to, to burden you about where you're going.
0: Absolutely. And you know, you brought up uh, Joe Dispenza and you know, he, he talks about visualize your, the ideal you. Yeah and your thoughts create your reality. So if you're visualizing the ideal you, that's what you'll become. Because your thoughts produce tangible results. And your thoughts are more powerful than you can believe. And they get more and more and they shape your destiny. And so, you know, there's a lot of books, a lot of old books, Think and Grow Rich, As a Man Thinketh, you know, all of these books that Have been around for a long time, it's your thought. Anything of the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. Well, if you visualize and think about failure and you think about losing, right? Again, remember, failure doesn't mean losing, it means learning. But if you visualize that, that's what's gonna happen. Or if that's what are if you allow those thoughts to get in your head. And one of the things that that I really think about is when a negative thought gets in your head you got to like push it out as fast as possible you got to drop it like it's a hot coal (laughs) does that make
1: sense yeah like don't blow any air on it that's for sure
0: yeah yeah that's exactly right is yeah you don't want to you don't want to help it get rid of that negative thought as fast as possible
1: Well, everyone i i hope that you've gotten something from this jim and i took a ton away from that day in Birmingham. We've tried to, to share with you our lessons over two episodes here. If you want to uh, discuss more with us ab- about any takeaways from this or dive into any of these uh, notions, you got any questions for us, you can find us on createtailwind.com. You can schedule a, a meeting on there with us. Join us on uh, Facebook or LinkedIn. We're out there. We're willing to, to help you any way we can. So thank you for listening.
0: You know, and that's the that's the difference, Nick, between what we talk about is we really wanna have a relationship with our clients, not just, you know, give you information in some automated form and then hope that you know where to go and hope that you know how to build your infinite banking system and that you call us and just wanna place an order. That's not what we're about, we're about the relationship. So we wanna share things that we experience with successes in our infinite banking systems, And also the things that we learn as we go along. So until next time, like Nick said, go to createtailwind.com. If you want to learn more about infinite banking and schedule a free, no obligation coaching session, you know, I, I promise we're not going to throw you down on the ground and twist your arm behind your back through the computer. So there's no risk to you, no physical risk, no mental risk. It's all for free just to help serve you better. So until next time, Nick, thanks for joining me. I'm Jim Oliver. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, break away from the herd.
1: Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a
0: complimentary consultation. All right, Nick. Well. you know, I just remember that conference. I still remember it very clearly last year, they didn't do it because of the COVID chaos. And um, um, I'm really, I don't think they're doing it this year again, because of the COVID chaos variant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, and I'm not making a joke, uh, audience of, of, of COVID. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm making a, maybe a joke on the way that it's kind of in our society being handled. But again, we don't get political here. So um nick i really love listening to chris hodges i've listened to him on uh church sermons um, um, online and and 21 days of prayer at the beginning of last year and and yeah. uh little snippets that our our buddy justin craft will send us um yeah. but what what was the thing that was the most impactful to you or was it the same that what i said earlier
1: No, I I love like, because we're system, we're systematic creatures, right? Like we may resist it, but the reality of it is we're systematic creatures and and I'm pretty results oriented. And I just, no matter what the debate is, whatever the subject is we're talking about, I just want to go, well, what kind of results are we getting? And I love Chris just put this in such a, you know, simple way, but he said, your systems are perfectly designed to get the results you are getting. And uh, kind of a gut punch, you know, if I was, were to really focus on the things that I want to improve in my life and I could, you know, arrogantly or pridefully say, well, my systems are great. I just got to, I got to do them better or like whatnot, but I, maybe I got to admit that I'm wrong in my system and, and start, start over with it, right? Find somebody that's having the success that I want and, and go belly up to them and, and pay for their meal, whatever it is, learn their system. But uh, I just loved how he did that. I mean, he, he obviously has built something phenomenal. They got, what, a couple dozen locations of that church, top Over 10, 20. Yeah. yeah, congregation size. So he's doing something something right. So when people are doing that, I, I'm all ears. So that's well, what he's yeah. taking.
0: Yeah, you know, what he's doing is it goes back to the first relook episode that we did with Bob Burke. Is yeah. they're serving others? And one of the cool things that I think is that they serve the Alabama um, Department of Correction. They have, um, uh, they have. I think in every prison in Alabama, they have a uh, a service or they have a uh, a, a campus or a, a satellite. And and he started out by just saying, um, "Hey, if you were going to go to church." Not that you, you know, like, not even that, Hey, you're going to church or whatever, but Hey, if you were going to go to church, what would, what would motivate you to do that? Yeah. Like, like, how can we help you? That's all he's saying. Not, hey, let me tell you why we're the best. No, it was like, Hey, what, if you were going to go to church, then what would motivate you to do that? What would you want to get out of it? Yeah. Yeah. And then be that. Yeah. And and from that little seed has grown a pretty amazing tree.
1: Yeah. Uncommon people that we've been blessed with to have on the show, essentially uh, the last three weeks. I know we didn't have Chris personally, but we did our best to to bring uh, uh, lots of uh, drops of wisdom from Chris. So uh, thanks a bunch for uh, joining us for this relook of these three critical topics. Back to the basics. If you want to talk about any of these in depth, uh, just go to www. Uh Click on the contact us button, and uh, happy to talk with you through any questions that you have about this uh, building wealth in an uncommon way. You'll you'll really draw out our passions is uh, trying to make progress in life through through all the circles of life.
0: And and Nick, coming up next week, we're going to debut how we end the podcast because <laughs> I always feel like Jim. Where do you just stop talking? And so <laughs> how do you shut up, Jim? And I know Nick thinks that every day and everybody else on the team, but, but uh, we, we're going to have a special way of ending the podcast yeah. next week. And it is not original. We have stolen these ideas, but ours will be hopefully as good or better than the, the person that we're modeling. Yeah, um, yeah. So Nick, the biggest thing to remember over the next week is none of this stuff happens in the herd. You got to break away. And until next time, thank you all. Thank you, Nick. See you then.